Aristotle writes in Nicomachean Ethics, Book 3, Chapter 5, Men are themselves responsible for having become careless through living carelessly, as they are for being unjust or profligate if they do wrong, or pass their time in drinking and dissipation. They acquire a particular quality by constantly acting in a particular way. This is shown by the way in which men train themselves for some contest or pursuit. They practice continually. Therefore, only an utterly senseless person can fail to know that our characters are the result of our conduct. But if a man knowingly acts in a way that will result in his becoming unjust, he must be said to be voluntarily unjust. Again, though it is unreasonable to say that a man who acts unjustly or dissolutely does not wish to be unjust or dissolute, nevertheless, this by no means implies that he can stop being unjust and become just merely by wishing to do so, any more than a sick man can get well by wishing, although it may be the case that his illness is voluntary in the sense of being due to intemperate living and neglect of the doctor's advice. At the outset, then, it is true, he might have avoided the illness, but once he has let himself go, he can do so no longer. When you have thrown a stone, you cannot afterwards bring it back again, but nevertheless you are responsible for having taken up the stone and flung it, for the origin of the act was within you. Similarly, the unjust and profligate might at the outset have avoided becoming so, and therefore they are so voluntarily, although when they have become unjust and profligate, it is no longer open to them not to be so. In this passage, Aristotle has in mind the sort of potential opponents and we might say apologists or people who are willing to cut others too much slack, who will say nobody really controls what their character is. It's a matter of luck or chance or temperament or environment or modeling or pick whatever other excuse you want. And perhaps Aristotle goes further than we would like in saying that it becomes impossible for the person who has, through their own choices, priorities, commitments, and actions, allowed themselves to develop a vicious habit of injustice or intemperance within themselves, that they can't at that point ever go back towards the good. Perhaps he's going too far with that, but he's certainly giving us a well-needed caution and perhaps even admonition. If we look within ourselves and we find vicious habits, traits, characteristics that have become rooted within our character, they have become habitual and even natural responses. If these bother us, we perhaps can 
redirect ourselves through work, through exercise, through changing our point of view, but it's not going to get us back to where we started with a snap of our fingers. This is also a very useful caution for ourselves about the types of exceptions and excuses that we tend to make for ourselves. We tell ourselves things like, well, it's just this once. I don't do this all the time. It's a special occasion. This isn't really me. And in doing so, and then acting in ways that we know deep in our heart are not the right way, we set ourselves up for reinforcing a bad habit. We begin or go further down the slide into fully developing a vicious disposition that we might later on regret as we would if we had ruined our own health and acquired an illness through our foolish, intemperate, unjust, or pick whatever other vice you want, choices and actions. So in this passage, Aristotle is giving us some very important and useful advice, not so much about how we ought to judge other people, we're liable to do that anyway, but perhaps more about how we ought to look at our own selves and our own moral development, whether it's for good or for bad.